You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I think my friend is caught up in a pyramid scheme. What do I say? Let's get into it. And I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, the band who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Have we got a deal for you? <laughs> oh, stay tuned to Bridge Louds the Price of One. If you listen on Call FM, that's what's happening this Sunday night. That's right. A plug on the show they're already listening to. Ooh. Jed looks at me somewhere between pity and amazement, <laughs> as often happens. We're answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in. This week's question says. I think my friend is caught up in a pyramid scheme. What do I say? And Glenn, where would we start? 
Uh, well, uh, you know, we we I've been there. I, I can't speak for everybody on on the show, but I've I've had people close to me that get caught up in this kind of stuff, and uh, part of it is just not wanting to be drawn into that. Yeah. You know, I I was at my high school reunion, and a guy literally cornered me and was trying to like I mean like I was in a corner. And he said, hey, buddy, let me just tell you about some exciting opportunities. You know, so you know, part of it is not wanting to get sucked in, and part of that is, uh, you know, you, you you care for these people, you want to see them do well, and you hate to see them being hurt, and it's it's tough to sort through the feelings of that and express it properly. I think that's very true, and Jed, maybe something else that's going on here is, if you're the person on the outside who I, I imagine, if you ask this question, that means you realize pyramid schemes probably not probably not the uh, the key to financial freedom. Yep, these people would have you believe. There's also the difficulty of, how do I express that? Yeah, yeah, that's a really, really good question. Well, I think we need to acknowledge that, you know, for movies, we all have an idea that the way you fix every solution is you throw water in somebody's face, or you slap them, and you say, snap out of it, Johnson, and you (laughs) shake the mother's shoulders very vigorously. The problem is, in real life, A, that doesn't work, B, you might get punched if you do any of that. Yeah, for sure. Probably not a good idea. Figure someone holding their bleeding nose. Cary Grant never got punched. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if we're going to be honest with ourselves, it does kind of leave us with a weird question of, well, what else is there? You know, if I don't want to get sucked into this because even a small amount of Googling reveals this to be a bad idea that's Uh-oh. not going to work. And um, they're super duper into it. And I I don't know if I could talk them out of it exactly exactly so what what else is there what else could I do and I think we need to acknowledge that one of the pains not just with this but with a lot of stuff that works this way is you hate to see people that you care about get caught up in a bad idea and for there to be an element of they're going to be on this for a minute right yeah. you know that we we hope that it lands somewhere good but for a while, they're going to be putting money they don't really have into this in a way that's a bad idea. And they're going to be putting time that they don't really have into this in a way that's a bad idea. And there's a frustration of, I don't like seeing the people that I care about lose out or, or be cheated. And that frustration, which makes total sense and we can relate to, can drive us to try to take approaches that aren't really going to work. Um, to try and, and correct people in a way that's not really going to pay off. So the question that we need to ask is, what can we say that might help? What can we do that might help them out? That is indeed the question of the moment, and we'll look at that when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Perry back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. Once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. It's not a pyramid. It's a trapezoid of power. Oh, well, that's different. Also joining us, the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. This trapezoid is powered by genuine Bridge Loud snake oil. <laughs> this trapezoid also, ha- also has to be one of the ones that comes to a point. But never mind that. <laughs> We're busy answering a question that came into the bridgeloud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I think my friend is caught up in a pyramid scheme. What do I say? Now, Glenn, Jed closed out that last uh, segment with giving us the, the kind of the fantasy of fixing someone's problem, which is just yelling at them about how stupid they are. Right. And uh, if that were the way things actually worked, uh, social media was, would have solved all our problems by now. Absolutely. So that may not be it. But then he uh, gave us the very good... A uh, question to deal with of what could we actually do that would not make this person feel awful, right. but could help. And maybe that begins with trying to have some understanding. Absolutely. Understanding is the key on this. Uh, a part of our day job is working uh, with uh, people behind bars. And I've met several people behind bars who uh, have put together uh, these kinds of uh, ah. investment opportunities. Job creators, you might call them. <laughs> yeah, or criminals. Either either way, uh, so yeah, they you know they've you know I've worked with guys who've been involved in putting uh, different kind of hustles and scams together. But what they're trying to do, they're really in many ways is take advantage of hope and you know, take advantage of people who are desperate, uh, feel like uh, they they need some kind of way out of their situation. It's a long, hard road with a lot of hard work ahead of them to get there. And if this is going to be a shortcut and an easy fix, that's going to have a lot of appeal. I think that's definitely an important part in starting out with some understanding. Whenever we you know, deal with folks, as, as Glenn's mentioning during our day job, who are having a hard time, Jed, one of the things we want to look, we always try to look at is there's part of this that made sense to you. Totally. This is not just you went out and decide, randomly decided that today it's essential oils and tomorrow it's steak knives. And yeah. maybe steak knives have been dipped into essential oils. That could work. It's a new thing. But there's something you're trying to do. And how does that fundamental reality inform how we might talk to someone? It's a great question. There's nothing wrong with wanting hope. We need to start there and be clear on that. Um, People feel desperate. They come by that honestly. They want something to feel hopeful about. There's nothing wrong with that desire. And there's nothing wrong with being on the lookout for something that might be hopeful, that might provide a way out of these difficult situations that I find myself in. The problem is, given that It would be really easy. Yes, your friend needs advice. There's no question. He needs help. There's no question. But it'd be really easy for that advice to sound like you're just trying to take his hope away. Like his life super duper sucked and he finally found something that's going to make it better. And you come along and just take that away. You just kick that away from him. And for that to be received as just kind of mean and cruel. And for us on the outside looking in, we can say it's not like that. I'm trying to help you. But no one's ever going to thank you for taking their hope away. Absolutely. I mean, that's just no one's going to be glad about that, which means that's probably not the right approach uh, yeah. given that. So then the question we have to ask is what else is there? If kind of, you know, taking the hope away is not going to be well received and probably not going to work. What could we do? It's a great question. It's the one we'll look at when we come back right here on the Bridge Wild.
Bridge Loud. Welcome back to The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. See, you start off selling the products, but then you become a distributor. Now, that's where all the money is. Yeah. There are certain industries I'm going to go with where that is the normal. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe for uh, other radio shows we put out. Also joining us, producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I just want to be the guy in the stock footage they use to make the promo video that gets to drive the Ferrari. That, yeah, that's all that's I right. want. That's right. Yeah. No, Jed, I think you're going to be the guy in black and white who things keep falling out of the closet onto. Dang it, I hate that job. Yeah, you're, you're the man who proves why we need this miracle product. <laughs> Right. Dead Brewer. We continue to answer questions that came to the bridge lot at gmail.com. This week's question says, I think my friend is caught up in a pyramid scheme. What do I say? And Glenn, uh, certainly it applies to this situation, but I think we can even broaden it out and say, whenever we, someone we love is caught up in something that's clearly less, looks like a bad idea. Um, but Jed mentioned last segment of, we don't want to just squash their entire life and say, nope, it, I know that you know, you're know you doing this because you think it'll make your life better. But it turns out you're just an idiot, so work on that first. That's right. very rarely well received. So what can we actually say to someone to that might do some good? Well, I think you're, you're taking us down the exact right road because first and foremost, the instinct is to say sort of a maybe, and yeah. that's a bad instinct. You know, you're, you're, if somebody says, well, I, I would like to turn you on to this really awful pyramid scheme that I'm on, the answer needs to be no, and it needs to be clear and a right away. And... Nope. Uh, just a solid uh, nobody, not at all, not now, not ever, no thank you. And I think in some cases they're kind of trained and coached in don't take no for an answer and keep pressing and those kinds of things. It's the guy at the thing says, would you like to say 12% on your thing today? And you have to say, no, I don't want to say 12% on the thing today, I mean, you know, whatever it is. You, you, you know, it's, it's. So you, you want to push back on that, but it's important to, to stand your ground, be firm, be definitive. No, I don't want that. No, no thank you. But then we can look at moving forward, planting a seed for when that other person figures out that this is a hustle and, and feels embarrassed and sad yeah. and upset about that. What can we say there? I think that is that is kind of the next level move on that. And, Jed, what does that look like to tell someone no in a way that's positive? That's a great question. It's, it is not a problem to, to say, I am not interested, and just so you know, this doesn't sound like a good idea to me. I just want to say that for the record. That, that's that's not me. That's, that's allowed. But the thing, the focus needs to be, again, on that idea that will be there after this has not worked out for them, because it's not going to work out for them. They're not going to be the guy in the Ferrari. That's not going to happen. So that might sound something like, dude, I am glad you're excited about building a better life for yourself. I think that's a good thing, and I celebrate that desire, and I believe in you whether this deal works out or not. I know that you are the kind of guy who can get some training, get some education, find a good job, work his way up over a period of time, and get to a stable and good place in his life. So, don't let setbacks, you know, any setbacks that could occur, don't let those keep you from building that good life for yourself, because I believe in you and I've got your back. And we will be right back right here on The Bridge Wild.
Loud. Hey, this is Glenn from The Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles, we believe in you, and we want to help. We're back here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Now featuring oily essential steak knives. That's right, I guess. That sounds dangerous on a lot of levels. Yeah. They're essential. The slipperiest knives on the market. Like not on the handle, though, right? Because that would be bad. All over, (laughs) but they smell like lemon. We are continuing to answer questions that came to bridgeloud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I think my friend is caught up in a pyramid scheme. What do I say? And believe it or not, we made fun of the pyramid schemes. We have our own essential oils here on the Bridge Loud. Well, something we call the secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, you mentioned earlier that a big part of our day job is working with folks uh, coming out of a hard situation. That could be jail. That could be um, addiction. That could be moving out of gang life. And a common theme, I would say, amongst those people is an idea of, I have to make up for lost time. I have to get this figured out quick. Right. And that opens them up to a lot of questionable ideas, the kind of which we're talking about tonight. So what do you say to them to kind of ease them of that? Well, I think first and foremost, and of course, what we're doing as a Christian ministry, we're focused on that message. And the reality is you have to start with recognizing that God wants a better life for you, that he wants to bless you, wants good things for you in your life, and that he then is the hope that this will get better, not this other thing. Because otherwise you get into this mentality of, I'm going to use them, and I'm okay with them using me. And we're both taking advantage of each other, and I think that's me getting ahead. And it doesn't work out that way. These people who are on a hustle have set it up to where they're going to get better out of this than you are. But I think it's about recognizing within that you don't want too much, you want too little. You're willing to settle for a smaller thing when when there's a much bigger world of blessing maybe tougher to get to, but that's what God wants for you. I think it's a really great point. I think it goes back to something Jed was saying earlier about hope. When we have people who are drawn, as we all are at times, placed in our lives to these kind of things that seem like the shortcut, the, the kind of magic bean solution, we might say, in that is often an inherent idea of I, I'm going to have to cheat this system to get something good out of it. There are people who can go to school and move up and you know on a job and get to a comfortable place and i just don't think that's me so i've got to find a side door and re- as we're saying rather than shutting down the side door in a way of just like well that's dumb because then kind of all they're left with is well maybe just there's no way i get to good things that's certainly not what we think about it's not what we think god thinks about your life but as these guys are saying going to that encouragement of you can do it the real way you can do it the way that's going to last that's going to Uh, have real things that people can't take away from you when this whole thing gets raided by the feds at some point. That's that's a good thing. That's what God wants for you. That's the kind of future we want for you and your friend. And we'll see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. My sin will the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Assurance control!